kind of is. The whole New Year's resolution thing is just a bit silly. I, I personally am not on board with the, with the New Year's resolution. Yeah. I think that people should just have goals all the time. It's consistency over time. That's all that it is. And mm. it's so simple. Just do the things and then don't stop doing them until you reach a goal. It's not that complicated. Not complicated. <laughs> it's not complicated. It's difficult to stick to, but for whatever reasons, I don't know, whenever I find a goal, I just become fixated on it and I just got to do it until I do it. Coffee's maybe better because people can get withdrawals from coffee, yeah. right? Um, well, what if someone came and said, right, that's cool, but if you have a coffee anytime in the next three months, I'll murder your children. Like, that, those pe- they wouldn't have coffee. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just don't drink it. You know? Yeah. I know you like it, but you probably you enjoy your kids more. You don't have to have it. You're doing so much more then you need to. I sold my car. <laughs> I sold. You didn't sell your car for the goal. You were doing that anyway. No, no. I sold my car <laughs> so that I couldn't drive to work anymore. You were doing that. Anyway. All right. Welcome back, everybody. To wait. Welcome back, everybody, That's to right. the big flex. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, we are going to be flexing on a few issues today. And I thought that because it's the new year and people talk about New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. I thought today's overarching theme could be the new year, the new year and New Year's resolutions. And what that actually means is, what does that actually mean? Well, what do you think it means? I think it means that it's that one time of the year where all of those people with really poor resolve can get back on the bandwagon for a good month, maybe two, before falling back into chaos again, giving themselves that much-needed month or two to try really hard before. It sounds very derogatory the way that you say it just now. <laughs> very it kind of condescending. It kind of is. The whole New Year's resolution thing is just a bit silly. I, I personally am not on board with the, with the New Year's resolution. Yeah. I think that people should just have goals all the time. Just have goals all the time. Yeah, yeah. So in saying that, it's I, not. I think that like the New Year's resolution thing, I think is just kind of a marketing ploy at this point. You know, it's like oh, better yourself, and then everyone tries to sell you stuff to better yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really where my issue with it is. Yeah, guys, uh, don't buy into the marketing. Better yourself and come sign up to my gym. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Year round, not just. Not just in January. And February. Anytime. It is interesting, though, because so the last two years, and when I look back at my accounting, February is actually one of our busiest months. Not January. I think people still may be on holidays, mm-hmm. but February is usually the busiest month. The last two years running now. But I think the thing that separates us from a lot of other gyms is that people stay here. Yeah, for the most part, we, we have really good retention. We don't have a lot of clients, but they all stay here. They don't come and go. We don't cycle through a lot of people. We have mostly great retention. Yeah. Yeah. The retention is pretty good. Yeah. So the people that, are, that were here in February are still here in December. Yeah. And I think it's important to say that this is not a, um, a, 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 shame, a New Year's resolution shaming podcast. We're not no, shaming not. you it's for not. having a New Year's resolution. I think um, plenty of people do it. And, mm-hmm. and maybe when they say it, they just mean like, what are my like latest goals? They don't actually like think, oh, it's because it's the new year. I'm going to like set this goal for myself for this new year. Yeah. Right. Because like father time doesn't care what time of year it is. Like yeah, just exactly. time keeps on going. Right. Exactly. It's like one yeah. big continuous band of crazy randomness. All right. <laughs> yeah. In this world that we live in. So, <laughs> so if you do have a new year's resolution, get after it. Mm-hmm. But I would recommend that you put in place 
certain protocols or try to do a bit of planning so that you can stick to your news resolution. It just becomes like one of many of your next or current goals. Well, then I have a question for you, Nevin. Ooh, and what is your question? But how? But how? How do you do that? How, how do you, not how, conceptually, personally, how do you do that? Ah. How do you set goals? Yes. Because you are what I would classify as an insane person, <gasps> where once you set your mind to something, there is nothing in this world that can stop you, even to your detriment. You will kill yourself in order to, to be a champion. Um, for example, what are you currently doing? I'm currently on the road to 10% body fat. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to kill me. 10% is actually no, really no, I'm healthy, not, I'm not sir. Saying that specifically. Right? I'm saying every, every goal, every time you do a thing. So you could do this over an entire year. Well, you could spread this out. I mean, comfortably. Over a year? Over 12 months. You could, right? I mean, it's not like I have to lose 27 and a half kilos. But what I'm saying is. You could do this over an entire year, spread it out, make it comfortable, enjoyable even. Just set a goal and a date. How, what's your time frame? Right, so well, I guess we'll touch on this quickly now. But if you have already watched, because this is coming out on Friday. Mm -hmm. If you had watched yesterday, I uploaded a video. Quick promo. Quick promo uh, yeah. <laughs> um, called The Road to 10% Body Fat, all right? And it was the introduction episode. And I go into a little bit there, but basically my goal this year, at the start of this year, and again, not a New Year's resolution, just a goal that happens to coincide with the new year because I was busy doing other things and goals last year. Um, uh, this year's, uh, this year's, this next goal of mine is to get down to 10% body fat for a bunch of reasons, mainly for health reasons, just mm -hmm. because I wasn't happy with my current body composition. I was just like, got fat. Uh, and for a bunch of reasons. And as I explained in that podcast, well, not that podcast, in that mini series episode, all the, like basically all the reasons that people give for like letting their training slip and getting into a bad body composition, mm -hmm. like small business owner, busy with work, planned a wedding, got married, honeymoons, three trips around the world and around Australia for competitions, um, two back injuries and a reoccurring neck injury from an old rugby issue that I had. It's like all these things um, are what people would say. Oh, I hurt myself. Oh, I'm busy with work. Oh, I got married and went on a holiday. Just all at once. Well, just over the last year, yeah. year and a half, right? Yeah. So, so I figured, well, you know, enough time for excuses. Let's actually make a plan and, yeah. and <clears throat> stop with the excuse, because really that's what it is, it's an excuse, right? And I, and I appreciate that everyone's situation is different mm -hmm. and that some people work more hours than me and some people are more hurt than me and some people have kids to deal with as well. Like there's there's a whole bunch of things yeah. and some people get married and then divorced in the same year, like, you know what I mean? Like there's people that are dealing with more stuff than me. Yeah, yeah 100%. But in saying that, um, I had enough of my excuse. I'm like, you know what, all right, let's actually make a plan and kick it into gear because mm -hmm. I was just waking up, I feel like trash, tired all the time, sweating when I eat, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, it's hard being chunky. So, yeah, so, so basically I went and did a DEXA scan um, yeah. and yeah. I was 28.5% body fat, which is, which is high. It's definitely in like the well overweight or obese category yeah. now. Um, and, and I did that at the end of November and I was thinking about getting started before the new year. I'm like, no, I, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy and we'll get into the whole mindset bit in a little bit, but mm -hmm. um, the whole mindset thing. Uh, I decided to wait until the, the start of the year before I actually started. So um, now you're starting, right? Yeah, I started that, four days ago. And that brings me like back to well, my but, original but, but, point, But before right? I started, I did gain another like two and a half kilos. It's Christmas. It's all good. Yeah. But, uh, but the brings me back to my initial point. What's your time frame? Well, as I say in the miniseries, and you can watch it up here. Take a note. That was at seven minutes, so I can remember when to edit this. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, is that I don't actually have a time frame. 
-hmm. I don't have a time frame set. So I'm not saying it's going to be done in three months or four months or six months or eight months. Like I, I actually say it can go for as long as it needs to go. Okay. In my own head, I have, I'm segmenting it into two different components mm -hmm. to start with. All right. So the first part is to get from 117.75 kilos, what I weighed in on January 1st, mm -hmm. um, and to get down to 100 kilos pretty quickly. So that's, let's just say around 18 kilos. Okay. How I quickly drop, are you going to do that? Well, I want to drop those 18 kilos pretty quickly. Let, let me just, let me just, How, let me I just segment. Want to, I just want you to, tell, I just want you to just say the number. Because we don't need to get into that. I just am trying to illustrate my point here. How quickly are you trying to lose 18 kilos? I think three months is conservative. Conservative. So not conservatively, unconservatively, how quickly could you lose 18 kilos, do no, you think? I think I'm going to lose it between two and three months. Okay. So, so for between a lot of people, eight and 12 So weeks. for a lot of people out there, eight and 12 weeks to lose 18 kilos is... Even one kilo a week is, is pretty steep for a lot of people to be mm -hmm. able to lose consistently. And you're trying to lose more than one kilo a week for a solid 12 or more weeks, right? Correct. So it would be, it, I guess, if it was 12, if it's 12 weeks, then it's, you know, it's, yeah. and this is what I tell, it's a kilo I tell, and a half a week. I tell my clients, one kilo, half kilo to a kilo a week is the sweet spot if you have a lot of weight to lose and you want half to lose a kilo. weight. Yeah. Right? So basically, if you're at about a 400 calorie deficit, um, you're going to be losing about half a and that's why half I say, like, if you a have a lot of, like, and when I say if you have a lot of weight to lose, so some of the clients that I've trained over the years who have been obese, like quite big with a lot of weight to lose, can lose two, three kilos a week just because they have so much weight mm -hmm. to lose. So if you have a lot of to weight to lose, you can. To understand how that works, like to maintain, let's say, let, let's say your lean mass is like 80 kilos. And this is a great example. Like my lean mass when I did the DEXA scan was 81 kilos. Mm -hmm. So that is all of my mass, bone, blood, muscle tissue, connective tissue, my big juicy brain, right? All that stuff. All that stuff sure. is um, everything that's not fat. Yeah. All right. Um, so that means you've got what forty kilos ish of not muscle. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a lot of mass. There's a lot yeah, of mass yeah. moving around. Right. And so, yeah. But what I'm saying is, yeah, is, yeah. is that to maintain 120 kilos, like or 118 kilos, let's say, it's a very steep calorie. Um, it's, it's a lot of calories yeah. per day. So if you were to limit yourself at a 400 calorie deficit for what a hundred kilo person is like, you're going to lose more than that hundred kilo exactly. person, right? So yeah. for very large people, you can lose more weight early. But my whole point is you could, you could take it easy. You could lose easily half a kilo a week, math, half a kilo a week for a very long time. And you could do it right. But Put my, half a kilo my point yeah. is, my yeah, point yeah, is yeah, yeah. you specifically half a kilo a week would take nine months to lose it. You're walking to and from work every day. You're doing gym sessions oh, every yeah, day. You're, you're trying to get calories my plan effort every day. Well, you're just doing so much more than you need to. I sold my car. <laughs> I sold. You didn't sell your car for the goal. You're doing that anyway. No, no. I sold my car <laughs> so, so that I couldn't drive to work anymore. You were doing that anyway. So sometimes my, my point is, for a normal person, I wouldn't tell the average person who comes in here to do half of the shit that you do. Just you're pushing so hard to lose so much weight so quick. And I know you can do it because you've done it before. And I know you will do it because that's the type of person you are. Um, but that rolls me kind of into my next point. So not the how part, but the why and how to set goals. But I've not even said what I'm doing yet. <laughs> but can, I get, can, I, can I defend myself for a second here? Dude, first of all, I'm first feeling attacked. 18 kilos in 12 weeks and you think that's conservative? So you're going to for go me it's conservative. 8 to 12 weeks, so, which makes me think you're going to try and do it in under... In the eight-week mark, right? So 18 no, eight, kilos. 12, eight, 12 weeks. I think it will be close to 12 weeks. 18 kilos in, in 12 weeks. More than a kilo a week every single week, right? Which is great. Eight weeks, though, if you were to try something crazy like that, how many kilos is that a week? 
If it, with what? Sorry. So if you were to do it in eight weeks. If I was to do it in eight weeks, well, it's well, tw- you know, seventeen kilos in eight weeks. So it's like t- a little over two kilos a week. Yeah, which is insane. But I'm not doing that. I know. But you saying, cons- I think, pers- conservatively, I think that that would be too long. Makes me think you're going to try and gun for something like that. No. So, so and, and let me give you a bit of my process then, all right? And I, I, will, be, I will be diving into, so I'm going to be doing either weekly or fortnightly updates on, and the miniseries will be called The Road to 10% Body Fat or 10% Body Fat. I'm not sure which one. One of those two things. And every Thursday, every Thursday on the Strength Institute YouTube channel, you can watch um, the road to 10% body fat. And it is full transparency. So that means you see my DEXA scans. You see my before shots in my undies. You're going to get screenshots. Do really need that? Yep. You're going to get... <laughs> okay. Not only do they need it, they deserve it. All right? <laughs> you know, be the hero of the city. Needs just, one guys, just, just check in in about 16, 20 weeks. It'll be a lot more... <laughs> It'll be a lot more pleasant. <laughs> a lot more pleasant. Um, 20 weeks. I'm going to be shred by 20 weeks. Um, so so you get screenshots of my, my fitness pal. So mm-hmm. I've logged everything, every single thing that I've put into my mouth, including... You know, including the oils that I cook with or butters that I cook Everything, with. Yep. And you'll see there's none because I'm not using butter or oil right now. Yep. Right. So, but if I did, they'd be in here. Yep. Right. So, um, you get screenshots of my diary. You'll get screenshots of my step count per day. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that is, is because the, the main focus is for this is not to go out into the gym and absolutely flog myself with a bunch of Metcons and CrossFit style workouts where I'm just slinging around weight and dying on an air bike. What like that's, most that people is, think that you need. To most, yeah, exactly. So what I'm doing is, and because most people are like, I don't want to do that. And that is 100% fair. And I don't want to do that either. Yeah, it's awful. Why would it's terrible. Want to do that? So the whole plan of this thing is I'm going to lose this weight Primarily focusing on diet and general activity, mm-hmm. non-exercise allowance thermogenesis. So, like so working to walking to walking work, to work yeah. moving around the gym, mm-hmm. walking home, taking the dogs for walks, stuff that is not training and where I'm not doing hill sprints Killing or air bike sprints. It. Right. Yeah. Yeah, My yeah. goal is to get as low as possible without doing a single ounce of what people would call cardio. Right. Yeah. All right. You so weight training sessions throughout the week. I'm doing. It's at the moment, um, so this is my first week of the year. I'm only just doing two gym sessions a week just because my legs are actually feeling it from all the extra walking, yep. which is interesting. Yep, which is um, and next week, I'm going to do three, and I'm going to do four. And I'm going to yep. cap myself at four. It's going to be somewhere in the three to four gym sessions per week. Yep. And they're not crazy intense gym sessions. Because I've had these injuries, yep. they're actually mobility-focused. So I, I, if I, I'm walking to the gym, I'm going to do uh, – if I don't walk in, it will be a three to five-minute air bike, just light to warm up, loosen everything up. Then I do three mobility exercises – for three rounds mm-hmm. and I do one major exercise like squats or bench press or rows of some sort and one to two accessory exercises. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And then two mobility exercises to finish. Yeah. So every session is five mobility exercises. So like, you know, dislocates, inchworms, um, knee over toe lunges, just something that's light body weight, but moving through ranges mm-hmm. of motion that I'm not comfortable moving through. Yeah. Try to loosen up and get a bit of mobility back. Um, and only two to three weights exercises. And I'm going to cap that at three, possibly four sessions a week, but probably three, to be honest. All right? yeah. So that, that's my weights. Um, but the main thing is, is the walking. Like I said, I sold my car. I sold it so that I, could, that I had no excuse but to walk to work. Right? I like it. I like you got to go 100%. So the point, my point of all of this is... Yeah, what's your point? you got to go 100%. That phrase right there. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't go 100%. And mm. they set a goal and they very haphazardly set a goal or they, they're not really committed to it. Not 100%, not all the way in, like 60 to 80, somewhere along those lines. And they don't just commit. What you're doing is easy to do, right? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain that because... Easy or simple? It's easy uh, to do, right? Easy or simple? Same, same, but different? Well... They're the same... 
kind of word, no. right? Easy, simple. No, it's like, all right, so <clears throat> simple because it's easy, easy because it's simple. It'd be like, oh, you're just going to do an e a deadlift EMOM, so you're going to deadlift 100 kilos for five reps every minute for half an hour. Very simple, but not easy. Not easy, yeah, okay. right? Okay, okay, it's very simple then. Um, and yeah, all right, I like that. I like that a lot. It's very simple. It's not hard. It's simple. Uh, you are walking every day and yeah. you're doing some light gym sessions uh, three to four times a week. Yeah. And you're... Uh, nothing, nothing will be maxing out. I'm going to be working sort of... Yeah, at a suboptimal range. Yeah, yeah. sub-maximal sub range. Sub-maximal range, range, um, range. Yeah, and then you're just making sure that you're like being accountable with your eating. And mm -hmm. the only reason why... Um, I was getting uppity at you about it in the first place is because I've seen how much weight you've been able to lose before. Like, you're like, I'm going to run a marathon and then just ran a marathon. Stuff like that where people are like, oh my God, you're a crazy person. You're not. You just have like an unbreakable will once you decide to do something. A, there is nothing in this world that plan. can stop you. It's consistency over time. That's all that it is. And mm. it's so simple. Just do the things and then don't stop doing them until you reach a goal. It's not that complicated not complicated <laughs> it's not complicated it's difficult to stick to but for whatever reasons i don't know whenever i find a goal i just become fixated on it and i just got to do it until i do it i think and uh it's i won't set myself a goal if i'm not really committed yeah because what's the point of getting started if i'm not gonna if i know i'm not gonna finish mm. you know and so that's where I, I feel like the my next point um like why you should set goals but how you should set goals is important Right. Um, setting goals is important because like you have to have something to aim at. If you don't have an aim, you're aimless. So then it's going to be kind of hard to orient yourself towards anything if you don't know what you're doing with yourself. But how you should set the goals, I think, is really important. Like I said, I don't try anything unless I, I'm committed to the idea that I'm going to finish it to completion. I won't start something if I'm not all the way in it. That, so, that first time that you went up to 90 kilos? That was the hey, goal? man, this is a perfect example. The first time I was trying to get up to 90 kilos... I was miserable while I was doing it, but yeah. I was doing it. I started getting really depressed with myself because I put on a bunch of weight really quickly. I was putting on weight and I was getting stronger, but people weren't making fun of me because like my face looked fat. And it looked I was, like you'd been stung by a pack of bees. Swarm so of I, bees. I, it was making fun of me because I was getting a little chunky. I making fun fat of around my stomach. You were making fun of me. Oh, and then because and you made one or two jokes, everyone else made one or two jokes. But I was, I was miserable. I wasn't enjoying it. Right. But I was still doing it and there was nothing that was going to stop me from doing it. And then I woke up one day and was just like, you know what? Fuck everything. I hate this. And that's what I mean by I don't pick something unless I'm going to do it. I was going to keep going. I was 88, 88 point something kilos at that point. Um, and I went all the way back down to 80 and started again doing it differently. I have a goal and I'm still sticking to that goal. I brought it back to the beginning, reset, started again. And now I've kept my body fat relatively low. I'm keeping my body fat low and slowly working my way What do you think, you, what do you think you're at the moment? You think you'd be above 15% now, right? Oh, between, 15? between 15 and 20, I'd yeah. say. I, I don't yeah. think I'd be over 20. Like, I still got some abs at the you top. You still have here. a little bit of abs, yeah, but yeah. there's definitely a bit of fluff there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, last time, though, I, I was. I had way more body fat on me. Oh, and yes. Same thing. No, I was you look strong. like Yeah, you look like someone kept, like, just punching you, like, right in both the eyes. <laughs> but now, I'm lighter than I was before and even stronger than I was before. So, I've got more muscle on me. Different mass, right? But different I'm still committed yeah. to my goal of getting to 90. Even losing weight and starting again, I started all over again. And I'm just going to keep going until I get there. Nothing is going to stop me. That's yeah. what I decided that I want to do. But uh, but Goal setting. You're going off you, track. Goal you, setting. You and I are different in that. Yes. I can keep doing that. And you can keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. But to just regular people, how would you say that you should set a goal? Like how do you – what's your process? I think – and here, here's a, the deal is that I, I truly believe that everyone's process, there's not a one-size-fits-all. 
people have to mold their process to what's going to work for them to achieve their goals, mm -hmm. right? For me, I take a much more extreme approach to things. It's much more an all or nothing approach, yep. which a lot of people don't agree with and yeah. which I don't promote so much to my clients. I say, no, moderation is important, mm -hmm. right? When you're eating, when you're training, everything, moderation, life's important. Mm -hmm. I personally don't like the whole moderation thing. Yeah. I find it much harder. And I make fun of you a lot for that. I find it much harder. Yeah. For me, if I can have a cheat meal with some, you know, but try to keep it healthy and get some peanut butter and some celery and just like, uh, why? It makes no sense. I don't want to have peanut butter and celery. It's delicious, but that's not a cheat meal. Like I'm going to go to KFC and get like a giant thing and I'll wake up in the morning and feel like trash and then like it delays your pro progress by two days. It's like, what's the point? For yeah. me, I am going to stay on track until I hit my goal. Hmm. My goals aren't 10-year goals. No. Right? These are month goals, X amount of months, mm -hmm. right? For me, that's maintainable. Yep. I truly believe. I've had people before, like when I was losing weight, when I finished playing rugby, it was about 120 kilos. Yep. And I went all the way down to about two low 90s. So again, yep. it was a similar sort of weight loss to what I'm doing now. And people are like, oh, it's not maintainable. It's not maintainable what you're doing. And I'm thinking, going, well, not maintainable for who? For you or for me or for forever? Because I'm not doing it forever. If yeah. I ate at a deficit forever, I would just die eventually because yeah. I would waste away, right? Like yeah. I'm only doing it to reach a goal. Yeah. So if the goal is to drop X amount of weight in three months, apart from I'm just not going to not eat for three months. Like I'm not yeah. going to risk my health in that regard. But like I would rather not have any cheat meals for three months and get there than to eat in moderation and have one cheat meal a week or two cheat meals a week or a cheat day a week and take twice as long. I think I see what you're saying. I think what that means to me is what you're saying is that your goal to you is more important than the cheat meal is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The goal is more important. The goal is more important than, than comfort, than short-lived comfort yep. and short-lived enjoyment. Yeah. So, and I think... Um, I can suffer today was for it, success I think tomorrow. it was... Who's, uh, who's that ginormous um, bench presser and bicep curler? Um, uh, he has, like, my favorite meme. You know, which one of you motherfuckers coming in second? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, What's his name? C.J. Fletcher. There you go. C.T. Yeah. Fletcher. C.T. Fletcher. That um, guy... C.T. Fletcher said the best. Outrageous. Well, but he stuff. was like... Yeah. I think... And I, and, I, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was C.T. Fletcher, and he was like... He was showing what he was eating before. This, and it was like boiled chicken and broccoli like every day like six times a day yeah and people are like why would you eat that that's like so gross like i'm not eating for taste i'm eating for results yeah and that's the perfect way to say it. it's like is is it's very easy to get swept up and like oh i really want to treat myself and have some kfc or i really want to treat myself and have this junk food because i love that food like like just i'm just the same as everyone else like i yeah. love those things you know um but then like do you feel like i don't know maybe you don't but like as even as I'm finishing it off and I'm full, I'm like, I'm full, but I want to like eat these last two slices because they're there. And then I feel like, like a, like a douchebag for doing it. And then like, I feel terrible the next morning. Yeah. Like I can't get to sleep and I'm snoring and then I wake up, my mouth is dry and there's, I don't know, pizza sauce on my face. Like just feeling like a slub, just feeling yeah. like an absolute slub. And then like, I resent myself like, Oh, you're so weak mentally for like doing that. Like, yeah. why did you do that? I would just rather not do that yep. and just eat super clean and really strict and have no days off until I hit my goal. Yeah. Because for me, that's achievable. 
And I think for anyone that's achievable, if the goal is like, like here's the thing, like if you had, and this is to be like, I think this is fair, right? If you have someone that's like, no, I need, I need to have my coffees every morning. Need to. Yep. Right. Um, it could be anything. I like no. I love ice cream. I have to have a dessert once a week, right? Otherwise, I'm just miserable. I I, I need to have it. Coffee's maybe better because people can get withdrawals from coffee, yeah. right? Um, well, what if someone came and said, right, that's cool. But if you have a coffee anytime in the next three months, I'll murder your children. Like that, those pe- they wouldn't have coffee. Do you know what I mean? Like you just don't drink it. You know, yeah. I know you like it, but you probably you enjoy your kids more. You don't have to have it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You don't have to have it. So really it's how important, the, is how the important is the goal yeah. for you? That's what I was saying before. I don't set goals unless I'm 100% committed. Cause I could say I'm going to be 110 kilos and the strongest powerlifter that Australia has ever seen. It's probably not going to happen. Right. You know? You'd it's have pro- to get some serious supplementation. Exactly. It's probably <laughs> not going to happen. You know, I'm not that committed to that goal. I don't want to be the strongest powerlifter that Australia's ever seen. Mm. So uh, I could say it, I could get started, and I will very likely stop doing what I'm doing. But I'm just not going to decide to do that because that's silly. It's unachievable. It's not even unachievable. It's unattainable because I don't want it. So I guess my point is when someone says, like, I want to lose 10 kilos or I want to... Uh, run this many kilometers or I want, and they start to start to like work out the goals that they want for the year. Is that really a goal? Is it really what you want? Is, is it, it really, is it really what you're, what you want to do, what you're going to do or what you have been told to do or what you have to do? The goal setting is, is really important. You have to find with, what's the saying? With any how or with any why, do you know what I'm trying to say? No, I don't know the saying at all. All right. Um, I'm going to come back to this. Okay, you, this is you a Google, really good saying. You Google, you Google that, sir, and I'll, I'll, I'll take over here. <laughs> is I think that, yeah, it's, it's important to set goals. And I think what Adrian's trying to get at is that if you actually aren't invested in the goal you're setting, chances are that goal will, will fail, right? Yeah. And there's been a, I've seen this quote get pushed around social media a little bit. It's, um, oh, I, I, I'm feeling really motivated here to do go. this. And the, the, I think that quote was, fuck your motivation. Because sometimes you're going to wake up not motivated and you just won't do it. Discipline will always exactly, win. Exactly. The discipline thing. I like that a lot. Um, the, the saying was, uh, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how by Friedrich uh, Nietzsche. Uh, yeah. So that, that saying, uh, that kind of drives me because, I mean, you can do anything if you want it enough. Like anyone can do anything. I'm not a different species from any other person on the planet. So... I should be able to do what any other person on the, con- the planet can do. Uh, I mean, there's obviously yeah, limitations. Limitations like uh, financial status, status in general. Right, but culture, I mean like all that sort of stuff. If like, you're like a four foot tall pygmy, you're not going to be slam dunking. Do you know what exa- I mean? For the most exactly. part, right? there are some limitations, but most mostly, if I wanted to be in politics, I could do that. I'd need to spend the appropriate amount of time studying, figuring out how to do it. Like I, c- I could do it if I wanted to. I just really don't. So <laughs> that's my entire point. Uh, and what you were saying as well. The, the, I saw someone speaking about that the other day as well. The motivation thing. Motivation is fleeting. It comes and it goes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get out of bed every single day and come to this gym early in the morning and train people. It's the discipline that gets me out of bed every day to do that. I, I don't want to wake up early. That's the worst. I'd love to wake up at 10 a.m., roll out of bed, have a big breakfast, go to the beach, get fat and happy for the rest of my life and not hate myself, but that's just not how the world works. You know, you have to be disciplined. Um, that's what's going to see through to your goal. I don't just do things when I'm motivated. If I only did things when I'm motivated, mm. it would be very rarely that I did 
any of the things that I needed to do to keep me healthy or to just achieve the things I want to achieve. It's the discipline that sees me through to the end of my goals. And right. that's why it's been over a year now since I decided that I wanted to get to 90. I started at 75, worked my way up to 88, went all the way back down to 80, and now I'm still slowly working my way back up. Are you about 87 at the moment? Uh, 86, 87? I'd say I'm 86. After the break, I got sick over the break and just kind of sat on the couch mm -hmm. and ate. And so I, I actually weighed in at 88 the other day, but uh, I've already lost half a kilo just eating normally again. Yeah. So I'll probably be around about 86 again. Yeah. Um, and just slowly working my way up. Only four more kilos to go, trying to keep my body fat where it is. And it's working. I've, I've picked my goal and I'm just slowly, slowly pl plodding along. Yeah. So I think some takeaways so far is, is that um, <clears throat> the goal has to be worth it for you. Yeah. Because if it's not worth it, and you don't have that passion to actually do what you're setting, mm -hmm. um, the motivation will go and you won't do it. Well, I guess you said why you wanted to go down to your 10%, right? Yeah. The reason why I'm trying to get to 90 is because I want to compete in Static Monsters uh, in October this year. Uh, I have a legitimate chance for placing top 10 uh, for the log, cleaner press, and uh, wagon wheel deadlift at the under 90 kilo mark. So I'm trying to get as close to 90 kilos as possible. Um, my log's pretty decent. My deadlift could be pretty decent as well. So I have a legitimate chance of placing top 10, which would give me an invite to a world uh, Static Monsters comp, which is what I'm going for. So I have a, an actual chance to compete at a world level at something. So for yeah. me, that's kind of cool. That's a pretty big deal. I've never been able to compete at that level before. Yeah. And that's why I'm going down to 10% so that I'm also there. So I bump him out. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that's great. You know, and yeah. so you got, that's you, a big goal for me. I've never been I think even awesome close to the best in the world at anything. So yeah. for me to be able to have that opportunity, like I'm going for it mm. and ain't nothing going to stop me. No. Um, but yeah, the, exactly. It's just what motivates you. Okay. So, all right. So we've already, we've, we've definitely covered, you need to pick a goal that you're actually passionate about, that yeah. you actually really want. Because yeah. if you don't, the, mot the motivation will eventually leave. And then if you don't have the discipline, because you really want it, it's not going to happen. It's plenty so of things that, how do yeah. we improve discipline? Yeah, right? that's a good question. Planning. Planning and structure mm -hmm. is like, and discipline, they are hand in hand. Yeah, okay. they do. It's what I tell people about nutrition. The key to good nutrition is all in the preparation. Yeah. There's no magic tricks. 100%. And it's like, if you say, I want to eat, and like I'll touch on, for example, is is that I'm trying to, actually, I won't go into the protein stuff at the moment, but like, all right, if you're trying to hit certain macros, mm -hmm. um, if you're trying to hit certain macros, but you don't actually plan your meals, you're going to get to dinner and be like, Oh, I'm like a hundred grams short on protein, yeah, exactly. and I've eaten like thirty grams more fat than what I was meant to today. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Oh, this is my. So you have to, you have to plan. So I know people don't enjoy food prepping, but yeah, if your if your goal is nutrition based and weight based, you need to do some sort of prep work. So this is my. And if it's not in terms of actually making the meals beforehand, it's at least planning out what your meals are going to be for the week and yeah. then making them on the day. I I don't like. I find it tedious to eat different foods every day. I can eat the same food every day because it's easy. And so this is my four meals that I have a day. Uh, I plan this out once and I play around with it until my calories are where I want them to be, my macro and micronutrients, until it's all sorted. And then once I've got that sorted, then I'll spread that out to seven meals and then I'll go to the shops and I'll buy those seven meals and I'll put them in the fridge and then I'll have – those are my four meals for the week. That's what I eat. Every single day. It's easy. I don't need to think about it. I wake up and that's what I'm eating for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack. That's there. Yeah. And so that's what I eat. And it's it's easy. I don't need to think about it. I've done it. 
I yep. put it away now and I don't have to think about it. I don't have to anything. Every single day I'm working towards my goal. And circling back to people that like moderation, mm -hmm. that's fine. If if two times a week you want to slip in an ice cream for dessert, Plan for it. that's cool. Plan for it. Yeah. When take, I was you need to take something else away or do an extra couple thousand steps and earn that ice cream. When I was losing weight, getting down to 75 the first time, I I, I needed to have, I found it was too difficult to not do a cheat meal. So I just needed sugar. I couldn't get rid of that craving because mm. um, I was at a deficit and then losing weight and at a deficit. And I was constantly at a deficit for, for a year and it was killing me. So I scheduled in a binge 24 hours where once a week for 24 hours from Friday night to Saturday night, I would just eat whatever I wanted. But to account for that, two days I did 16 hour fasts and they were very low calorie days and one day was a very high calorie day so it balanced my week out so you can have your cake and eat it too you just have to be disciplined don't eat until 4 p.m on Tuesday and Friday and only eat the two meals that you have at four o'clock and then eight o'clock on Tuesday and Friday and that's it so it was a huge calorie deficit on those days that was hard but then that meant I could eat all the pizza that I wanted on Saturday Friday night and Saturday yeah so like you just plan for it. I wanted to have pizza and ice cream and I did. And yeah. I still lost 10 kilos and got under 10% body fat. And if we're talking about planning stuff as well. So when I chuck in my fitness pal mm -hmm. and I said, I want to get down to uh, hundred kilos. Cause that was my first goal is to get down from 117 and a half to 100. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it said, well, if you wanted to do that, you should be eating 2200 calories a day. I said, okay, cool. Now I've got my garment on. Now we all know that wrist worn, um, yeah you know, devices aren't great for estimating calories. They can overestimate usually mm -hmm. how many calories you burn. Um, so what I do is on my MyFitnessPal, I put my activity level as very low, the lowest setting. Don't count it. Yeah. Don't, I don't count it at all. Mm -hmm. So that's why it says, well, you need 2,200 calories a day if you want to lose weight, half a kilo a week, right? Now we know that I need to lose more like one to one and a half kilos per week, mm -hmm. right? So that would be mm -hmm. like a 1,200 calorie deficit per day, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yep. if I still eat 2,200, because you can actually eat a lot of food at 2,200 calories if you pick the right foods. Yeah. So let me let me scroll through like what a day of, of eating is for me at 2,200 calories, which is not starving. Yes, it's low. Yes, it's a deficit. And yes, I'm walking to work. I'm getting a lot of steps in and I'm training. So I know my deficit is a lot more than 400 calories. Yeah. And that's why in the first three days, I dropped a lot of weight already, right? Yeah. Um, but if I go through... Because uh, people are like, you're just going to starve yourself. Well, I'm not starving myself. Um, all right. Here's a good example. Meal one, double scoop protein shake. Woke up, two scoops of protein powder in the thing with water. Mm -hmm. um, get me started. Walk to work. Um, I like, I did that when I got to work. Okay. I walked home straight away. 250 grams of um, steak fillet. Steak fillet, right? Um, which is a really, it's a lean steak. Yep. So I'm getting a nice nutrient dense beef, but I'm not getting a heap of fat um, associated with normal beef cuts like scotch yep. fillet, for example. 250 grams is a lot. I have that with uh, two low carb, high protein wraps, mm -hmm. right? So when you get one of those large mission wraps, mission is the brand. One of those mission wraps is about 207 calories. Yep. Um, one low carb, high protein wrap, which is probably about two thirds the size. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, is only 60 calories. So I could have three wraps um, and total size then is definitely more than one. But yeah. I have two, which is still more volume yep. than one mission wrap and I'm saving 80 calories, yep. which is like you need to make those smart choices. Yep. In that wrap, 
I sliced up my 250 grams of steak fillet, in those two wraps of my steak fillet, and I put a heap of just mixed sunshine lettuce. So it's like lettuce with, uh, you know, it's like cabbage and carrots and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Because it, it has basically no calories, yeah. a lot of fiber, but it helps fill you up. Um, so that was that first meal. Then before coming back to the gym, I made another two wraps. So I had the same two low-carb, high-protein wraps mm-hmm. with four eggs, okay, um, that they're 700 gram packets of eggs, mm-hmm. all right? So I think each egg comes out to be about 63 grams per egg. Yep. Um, so four eggs scrambled up with two jalapenos, four cherry tomatoes, couple slices of red onion, and 100 grams of mushrooms. Mushrooms, super high in protein, super low in calories, yep. right? Um, and they fill up space and they help fill you up. So, you know, that's a cup of mushrooms. Yeah. Right, four eggs, a cup of mushrooms, a bunch of other veggies in, of in two yeah. wraps with a, ch- a cholula sauce, a very low calorie spicy sauce. Okay, um, come back to work, work, uh, after work, have another double scoop protein powder. Mm-hmm. All right, go home, dinner time, um, had a, a fillet of salmon. Yep. Okay, had 150 grams of roasted potatoes mm-hmm. and had 150 grams of frozen peas and corns heated up. Yeah, I think that's more than most people eat in the day. Well, I'm not done yet. Yeah, okay, keep going. Sorry, my bad. I was feeling a bit peckish. <laughs> so what did I have? I decided to get cherries. A cup of cherries, 140 yep. grams, a full cup. Okay. It's a lot. It's like 20-something cherries, right? 20, yeah. 30 cherries. It's like 90 calories. It's nothing, hmm. right? So, so that whole day was 2,200 calories, and it got me, nutrition-wise... In those 2,200 calories, 291 grams of protein. And that's what I get into in my, in my road to 10%. Is I'm trying to keep my protein really high. Yep. So um, basically, I'm capping it at 300 grams until I get below 100 kilos body weight. And then I'm switching across to three grams per kilo of body so weight. Say, yeah. So it will come down after that. Only because if I was at 117 kilos, try to eat 345 grams of, of protein, I would just have no calories left for other stuff. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So that's 291 grams of, of protein. 50 grams of fat, so pretty low. I could go an extra 10 grams of fat and 150 grams of carbs, yep. all right? By no means starving myself. No, no. It's actually no, a lot of food. It is a lot of food, yeah. Right? Um, but, you know, it, it just take, it took, plan, I, I sat there in the morning, I planned it all out. Well, I sat there the night before, actually. I planned it all out. I didn't actually do any food prep. I made sure I had the food at home because each of those meals takes no more than five to 10 minutes to cook, maybe mm-hmm. 10 minutes for the steak, right? Yeah. And that's what plan. I mean. It's, it's all in the planning. So how when you sat down and you started tinkering with um, my fitness balance, putting the calories in. How long do you think it took you to plan the day of food out? It took me no more than seven minutes. Yeah. It took me a little while when I was, I was actually trying to up my calories. So I've gone from, I was capped around the 86 kilo mark. So I need more of a, uh, a surplus of calories. And so I did exactly the same thing. I sat on my phone and I just played around with like what I can add, what I can take away. And it took me about half an hour until I figured it out. Someone was talking to me about it, actually. Eggs. Um, eggs are a great way to increase your calories. I was having a shake in the morning, shake in the afternoon. I eat at 8, 12, 4, and 8. Nice and spread out across the day. Ooh. And uh, I can't eat at 8 and at 4 because I'm usually here at the gym working. So I have two shakes and then two meals in the day. And I ran out of protein powder and I was going to get some more. And then Something popped into my head. I was like, oh, how many calories are in eggs? What's in eggs exactly? So instead, I, it's exactly the same shake. So my morning shake is two bananas, two scoops of oats. Um, I'll put some vanilla essence in there. Uh, full cream milk. Uh, it's usually one cup of full cream milk. Uh, but I've been putting a little bit extra in there lately. And, and a scoop of protein powder. But instead of trying to add more food in somewhere else, four eggs has the same amount of grams of protein as one protein shake. Okay. So it's 25 to 30 grams. Mm-hmm. 
but it has a lot more. So uh, a, lot more fat, that, right? a lot more fat and a lot more calories. It's almost double. So four eggs has uh, 286 calories, 1.4 grams of carbs, 19 grams of fat, and 25 grams of protein. Whereas a protein shake, uh, where's the protein shake here? Uh, 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 the protein shake itself. Oh my God, where did it go? Uh, protein shake is 100, 120 grams. It's going to be, you know, 30, roughly 30 grams of protein, basically no fat, basically no carbs. Yeah, right? right. So I've got 280 grams of carbs versus 120. So it's more than double the amount of calories and I have that twice a day. So uh, the one in the afternoon has different stuff, berries and nuts and all sorts of yes. stuff like that in there. And before so, people, hang on, before people start going, Ooh, you're having eight eggs a day. You're going to give yourself a heart attack with cholesterol. It's good cholesterol. We know dietary cholesterol doesn't affect blood cholesterol unless you're already obese, all exactly. right? Yes, it's, thank it's you very much. The good kind of fat. And or so, unless you have very um, a small chance of having genetic predisposition. But for the most part, I don't, dietary cholesterol does not affect blood cholesterol. Not. No, so just by making that small change and just playing around with my fitness pal and teetering with my calories, I have eggs instead of protein powder in my shakes, and that's a 400 calorie to 500 calorie uh, surplus a day every day and in the week that i've been away from work i put on two kilos yes. um i think mostly because i was sick and just sitting on the couch but still <laughs> um weight's already gone up which is a good thing uh so yeah just playing around with it i sat down for about half an hour and i was taking stuff out and putting stuff in and just playing around with my nutrition until it, it fit and it worked and then once it fit and it worked i went out and did a trial run and i bought everything and put it all in the fridge and those four meals work and that's what I'm eating right now. So it's just all in the planning and preparation. How, um, especially for weight related things, like I, I, and I'm asking you at home, like how often Ooh. have you taken the time out of your day to just sit down and write in a book or write on your phone what you're going to eat, how many meals it's going to be, write out a shopping list, then how and long I, would it take I would to recommend the shopping list? using one of the, you know, Fitness Pal type apps. Yes, they're very handy. You, I, I think Fitness Pal now, never delete yours, by the way, because I'm pretty sure now the free version doesn't include the scanner. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas the original ones do. But there are other free apps that do have free scanners yeah. still. So, you know, pick it, pick an app that you can, because it's so Use much it easier. religiously. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, you don't have to then sit down trying to calculate all your macros itself. Like, it does it all for you. It, it tells you how many it, yeah. calories, fats, carbs, proteins. But what we're saying is you got to plan it. Sit down, take some time out of your day. Plan it all out, then make it yeah. work. And you can be crazy busy, but everyone's got five minutes to plan out their meals for the next Absolutely. day. Absolutely. You know? And that comes down to everything. The key to good insert thing here is all in the preparation. If I want my nutrition to be better, I'll sit down and I'll work it out. If I want my training to be better, I sit down and I write myself a training program. Yeah. Then I plan when I'm going to train. Then I do it. So it's it, it just all comes down to that. It's all in the planning. Um, but let's say there wouldn't be a fitness-related goal or a health-related goal, just goals in general. Goals in general. Goals in general. So we'll go. We'll go. We'll step back and go a little broader on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So carry on. How would you complete your goal? How do you get from start to finish? What stops you? Like what hurdles do you get? Yeah. That you need to overcome. To be fair, most of my goals are generally like strength related or fitness related, body weight related. So what do you what do you mean by like outside goals? Like do I? I mean, I like not necessarily fitness. Yeah, something like that. Like anything, because you like don't seem to have any half measures you know like you always i just think i think what we've covered so far is, is is basically it pick a goal that you actually that you actually care about because it's like not that not that part. you think other people care about or that's important or someone's like the doctor's told you to lose weight or right like what something, do you actually something that want you actually have value on mm -hmm. right pick a goal that's actually that you have value on pick a goal that's reasonable right so we talk about timelines and planning mm -hmm. like it's real the, the further away the goal is 
the easier it is to go off track or to stop tr doing it. Mm -hmm. You want to pick a goal that is achievable within a short-ish period of time, mm -hmm. all right? Within a tangible period of time that you know, right, oh, I will be able to do this. Like if I was, I want to learn this guitar song and I have the tabs here and I have the guitar here and I have half an hour every night, I should be able to get this song down within a week or within two weeks, right? Obviously, don't try and play a John Petrucci song because he's been playing for 6,000 years and he's a magician. Yeah. But like, you know, be reasonable. So as long as you pick a goal that you're passionate about, that is clearly achievable, right? Not like, I'm going to be the world's richest man. You know, pick a goal that's achievable, that you're passionate about, mm -hmm. that is within, within grabbable distance. Within reach. Within reach. Yeah. All right? Within reach. Break it up into small, small achievable chunks. Um, because that's easy. And so you might have an overarching goal for the year. And, and again, I'm just going to cycle it back to health and fitness because, yep. you know, it's easy to, for us to relate to. And probably for the people listening. Yeah. Oh, I want to put, I want to get a 300 kilo deadlift by the end of the year, mm -hmm. right? Or I want to get a 200 kilo, what is, Michelle wants to get a 200 kilo deadlift, right? Yeah. By the end of the year? By when? Well, the, the wedding plans. All right. Like so weddings, weddings so put like a From in. after the wedding. Right. That's when so we're let's just say, let's just say, yeah. I so would say, we'll, we'll set a loosely based goal by the end of the year, but I don't think it's by the end of the right. year. I'd say a year and a half. All right. So let's say Michelle say wants to get a goal. April next year, GBC right. States next year. GBC States next year. Michelle definitely. wants to get a 200 kilo yeah. deadlift. What's her current PB? 155 for 160-ish? She got a 165 that was red-lighted at right. a pump, 155 white-lighted at a pump. Right. So let's just say somewhere between 155 and 165, right? All right. She wants to get, uh, let's say, a 40 kilo increase mm -hmm. over the next year and a half. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the overarching goal. All right. Well, how do you achieve that goal, Michelle? We need to get X amount of kilos. Turn up to the bar and rip it until you get it. <laughs> just grip and rip. Yeah. Grip and rip. <laughs> so if it's 18 months, I mean, let's just do a quick little bit of math now. All right. Bum, 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 That's 40 bum. kilos divided by 18 40 months. divided by 18. It's 2.2 kilos. Cool. So every month right. we put 2.2 kilos right. extra on the bar. It, it's, it's, it's not much. So yeah. then, how, then, then how do we get 2.2 extra kilos per month? Well, we might say she needs to actually do a bit of volume and build, build some muscle here. So for, this, for the next four months, the goal is to do this amount of volume for four months. We're not competing in this time. We build that muscle. Then that's that goal complete. You did your volume block, all right? You're Done. already getting PBs on all of your all of your volume reps. Mm -hmm. So the next goal, the mini goal, is now we're going to try to bump your strength up to a 180 kilo mm -hmm. in our next little peaking block, yeah. right? And so you you take this overarching goal of a year and a half and you split it up. We, we make a plan. It's it averages out to 2.2 kilos a month, which is freaking nothing. 2.2 kilos a month. Come on, yeah. All right. Go on, yeah. pick us in this 2.2 kilos. Exactly. It's light yeah. every month. That's 30 days to do that, right? And so that's nice and achievable. And it's easy to, to say, I'm going to get this goal. And then every, what, four months? Or not even that, two months. 1.1 kilos, right? If we break it up. Um, uh, wait, was it over 18 months? It was 2.2 kilos each month? Yeah, yeah two weeks. So one kilo extra every fortnight. Like, you can check that off a list. You can, like an advent calendar. <laughs> you can check that off every time you do it. But you need something to, to say, like, I've done that onto the next thing. I've done that onto the next thing. I've done that onto the next thing because if you don't and you get upset, and that's what happened to me, you get upset and then you don't want to do your goal anymore. Mm. The first time I was trying to go up to 90 and I got fat and everyone made fun of me, I was just miserable, but I was still doing it. I was still turning up to the gym and I was still hitting PBs. My strength was on track. I just, I was not happy at all. So I got upset a little bit, but then I 
brought everything back to the beginning. I lost the weight that I didn't want to have on me. And I started again. I reset my 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 nutrition. I reassessed all my training goals. I, I just completely that didn't work. So I'll try this now. So I, I haven't failed my goal. I just figured out that I couldn't attack it that way. So now I'm attacking it from a different point. It's like when um when people say when people say uh, they eat something bad, right? They yeah. slip and they eat something bad and then they go, oh, the whole day's out. It's like if I went like this and went, oh no, I dropped my phone and then got a hammer and smashed it into pieces and went, ah, oh, <laughs> I dropped can't, it. Can't use I that smashed anymore. it and then it's done forever. Well, yeah. well, that's a bit silly. I dropped my phone. I go, oh no, there's a scratch and I clean the screen. I, I and then I keep using it because it's very <laughs> valuable and it's it's not broken. So when you like slip up when you're eating or you're training and you go, oh, I had a bad day. So the fuck what? <laughs> Everyone has bad days, you know? Reset. Figure out what Reset. you're doing wrong and then try it a different way. It doesn't mean that you've failed your goal. It just That's means it. that you need to go about it a different way. And and you're not you're not um, permanently tethered to your goal either. Your goal is not your identity, right? So previously I had that goal to deadlift 300 and I was really enjoying it. I was yep. doing my weekly episodes. I was training really hard. Um, my weights were going up. I got to the 270 mark, um, and then right before states hurt my back. Right, it was, was like upsetting. you know, goals still on. I'm gonna rehab from this. Re hurt. You know, all these things happened, and it's like, well, there's a couple things going on now. One is that I don't have confidence in my heavy lift. Two, um, I don't really have the goal to get 300 right now. Like that goal is on a back shelf. Like you can change your goals, right? So now my goal is to get into better better physical health and shape, right? So let's say I get down to a much leaner body weight. My back is feeling great from all this mobility work that I'm doing. And then I might be like, you know what? I've really been enjoying just doing these lighter deadlifts for volume. My back's feeling really stable and I've got this movement and this control and bracing. Maybe I'm going to push that weight up a little bit and maybe that goal comes back. Like you can pivot your goals. You can change. It doesn't have to be, oh, because I set this one goal, um, I am just not going to focus on anything else. And because I can't do it, uh, just sort of will flounder around. Like you can change things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be failure just because you can't do it right now. Yeah. Like I've spent, how long have I been trying to go to 90 now? It's been about eight, eight months little longer than eight months. Yeah, almost a year actually. And so I went up and then I lost a bunch of very valuable weight and I'm going all the way back up again. It's just my timeline was pushed out. That's all. It's different. And same with yours. Like yeah. you're, I'm pretty sure you're still going to get that goal. I believe that one day, changed. one day I will deadlift 300 kilos. Yeah. One day. But just not right now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. And that's, that's a good point actually. You Like you hurt yourself in pursuit for your goal when you were trying to do, like you're trying to get stronger, you hurt yourself, you came back, you hurt yourself again. And I would like to say, back, I hurt myself again. on a warm-up weight, everyone, not lifting the heavy weights. Exactly. I was training really hard. And But here's what, what happened was I was dropping weight for that competition down to about 90 kilos, mm. right? So I was dropping weight and really pushing heavy the whole time. And my body and my mobility wasn't great. And I had some weaknesses and I was just sort of like doing the whole um, macho like power thing. Like, oh, just put a bit of plaster on that massive, like, here's a big crack in your foundation. Here's like your plaster yeah. and just keep going. A bit of duct tape. You know, a little bit of duct tape, do the trick and didn't do the trick. Um, yeah. And it's taken a really long time to come back from that. So I think that, um, yeah, you know, you got to. Well, I think this is, this is exactly our entire point. Like you needed 
a realistic way to get to that goal. And this is what that process looks like. Like bring it all the way back to the beginning, mm -hmm. start again, address what you need to address. Cause what you were doing before was making you stronger, but you weren't going to get to 300 without just getting injured again. Well, so I think now yeah, I was this, doing it in the wrong is, order. Yeah. So the, now instead of dropping weight and trying to get stronger because I was trying to make a weight, saying this thing, I was trying to make a weight class for, for a competition mm -hmm. while trying to get a heap stronger. And it just like my body wasn't ready for it. Mm -hmm. This time I'm not focusing on strength at all. My goal is to get down to a nice lean body composition. Mm -hmm. Once I'm there, I can slowly put on lean mass yeah. and build my weight back up. And as that happens, my strength will naturally get stronger, right? Yeah. It's not artificially forced almost in a way. Yep. So I feel like it would be a much safer way of doing it. Process so, yeah. is better this way. 100%. And yeah. that was figuring that out, you know? And I, you know, I've been lifting weights for a long time. And it's like, probably, yeah, I knew that in the back of my head, but things were going really well. Yeah. So I was just yeah. like, well, it's working. Let's just keep writing this, this, this out. And just didn't work out in the end, you know? Long-term yeah. goals. Long-term long goals. Very long-term goals. So when, when did you set that goal? I mean, it was a while ago, right? It was about a year and a half ago, two years ago. A year and a half ago, because it was, it was, um, it would have been two years, because a year and states. a half ago, yeah. a year and a half ago, I started training four states, mm. and I heard it in the middle of the year, mm. right? So, so two years ago, I started training for states, and I heard it in the middle of the year. Yeah, yeah. So I set the goal two years ago, and then six months in is when I had the first injury. And then literally for uh, over that course of the next 12 months, two back and a neck injury, mm -hmm. um, the two back ones were from trying to go too heavy too quick, and then the back was feeling really good, and an old rugby injury um, flared up in the neck. And so that is still on the mend, but this stuff is now helping. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So this goal might take five years, you know, like who knows mm. from when you first set it. So it might take another like one or two years for you to even get back to where you were before, before you can start pushing the 300 again. But it's the, the road that you need to take to get there. Like that's what you need to do to get there. Otherwise, just what was going to keep happening is going to keep happening. And this relates to like all other goals as well. You can keep pushing and then just like beating your head up against a wall and yeah. hoping that something different will happen. Yeah. It, well, right. it was a perfect example for that. Like I just yeah. kicked with like, I can do it. Like I can do it. Yeah. Um, but no, like I needed to pivot and change. So like, all right, that goal is still a goal. Long term, it's on the shelf. Yeah. My new goal is to get better, get healthier. And then I can slowly work back up to that goal. <laughs> Goals. 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 Goals and eggs. Oh, yeah. Goals and eggs. Goals and eggs. <laughs> oh, laughing. Uh, Goals and eggs. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. What are your goals? Um, yeah. Tell us what some of your goals are. Comment in the comment section. Mm. Uh, and tell us what some of your goals are and what issues you might be having with them. And we, we might be able to we might be able to talk about that a little bit as well, actually. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. And we, we'll do a different podcast where we talk about all the people's 2020 Maybe plans. what we could do is we could do a question and answer podcast, but on your goals and, and possible ways to structure to achieve yeah, those like goals. If, if they're realistic or if not. If they're so realistic. Like maybe you've got a goal and, and you're wondering if you should go for it or – you, maybe you've set your sights on something and you're not sure if it's realistic or not or put them in the comments. Tell us what your goals are and what you want to try and achieve for 2023 and we'll tell you if it's viable. And before that, like the channel, like yeah, and subscribe. Definitely like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, <clears throat> share the video, leave a comment, do all that cool stuff. It doesn't even have to be fitness related. I mean, drop something like a wild card in there. I don't know what you do for fun. What are your goals? What are your goals for 2023? Let us know. All right. I think that's everything we need to talk about today. Thank you again for joining us on the Big Flex Podcast. If you get the Strength Institute channel, and we will see you again soon. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, and enjoy your 2020. Set some goals. Set some goals. Do that. Yeah. Wait, which one's the laugh track? <laughs> <laughs> see you later, everybody. <laughs>
Yeah. Woo. <laughs> hey. Look on, look, hey. 